0: I am a perfectly normal and not suspicious bellboy and or slash butler.
1: My name is Mr. Not <laughs> Mr. Not a
0: murderer.
2: <laughs> I said not. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no. I, can I get you a drink? And nobody? Um, oh okay. I'd like to have one, um, Uh, uh, martini and i'll pay you with a big old roll of cash
0: oh thank you that's the only way i take money anymore (laughs) (laughs) it's in rolls of cash
3: god i need a ticket to sign up for this not suspicious butler job
0: (laughs) well hello everybody welcome to updated autopsy report this is a podcast from yotsu ben and friends where we replay the entire ace attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers i'm your host ben and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. If you're a first time listener, Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today, we have all played 2 4 Farewell My Turnabout, the fourth and final case of the game. And uh, this game has been a bit of a wild one. Uh, we've had our ups and downs throughout. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Dash Justice for All. Wait,
2: uh, I feel like it was this, like one down, right? It was just case two, three that sucked.
0: I I, th- I think that's how we are all generally feeling is that it was just just uh, turnabout big top that was our our rough one.
3: I um, I have a moment to complain about in this case. Sorry, everybody. Uh, but it's, oh, unrelated. No, it's unrelated to the quality of the case. <laughs> it was <laughs> okay. good. Uh,
0: so this is uh, the fourth and final case of the game. And uh, Phoenix Wright is hanging out with Pearl and Maya at a basically a Toku Awards show. Uh, the Grand Prix for the uh, various samurai uh, characters that we've had so far. Uh, we meet uh, the Jammin Ninja <laughs> and uh, see all these characters show up. And uh, at the very end, the Nickel Samurai is the one who wins the event. Uh, our good friend Will Powers from Game One shows up again. He had invited us to come along with him on this journey and, and see this show. And uh, Maya and Pearl are just having a blast. They they're loving this. Uh. But uh there's two uh things that uh, pop up at the very start which is that a there's a weird you know uh message going around that uh there's going to be a a press conference by the uh uh this one it's by the the Nickel Samurai right yes the Nickel Samurai yeah, is giving the press yeah. conference and uh it is going to be making an announcement slash confession, is the wording. And so everybody's like, ooh, what could he be talking about? And he's going to do it in costume, too. And if you've played the Steel Samurai case in game one, your alarm bells should be going off in your head right now. <laughs> because if they're in costume, then it's a chance it's not actually the person who plays the character. Uh, and then a bellboy comes by. A very non-mysterious, very normal-looking bellboy with stitches down the center of his face. And says, uh, oh, Maya Faye, uh, you've got a phone call for you. Could you please come over here and take this phone call?" And she's like, "Wow, I'd love to." And she walks into the uh, you know, Acme uh phone booth uh cage <laughs> that proceeds to lift her off and uh kidnap her. Uh so yeah, uh you start off this case with uh a murder happening in this uh in the hotel and then Maya getting kidnapped. And you have to defend uh the uh oh, what do we want to call them? A wet nap of a man, <laughs> I guess. I feel like wet we did nap? like wet
3: napkin of a man earlier for Miles.
0: I uh, yeah, I might have used that for somebody else. But Matt Engard, the actor for the Nickel Samurai, uh
2: I thought he was just it, on initial impression he was like a derpy, like a like a like An idiot. Dope. You can say was,
3: stupid idiot. He was
2: like a, he was like a derpy, uh, dope, I don't want to say derpy, because if mean. I say derpy, it makes me think about my little pony. I gotta say something fucking else.
4: Dopey he, works. I, Dopey's a good dopey, too.
2: Dopey. He's a dopey surfer, bro. Right. And like, you know, the case goes on.
0: And yeah, you, Phoenix gets handed this uh, walkie-talkie that says, uh, hey, uh, I've got Maya kidnapped. Go ahead and get Matt and Guard uh, acquitted at the case tomorrow. And uh, if you do that, she'll go free.
2: Simple I'm, as that. I'm so sorry, Ben. Can you tell me the name of the person who is on the transceiver? Oh, yes. Uh, Dick Killer. Okay, just put your shirt. Got my notes it's, lined that's, up.
3: Fr- that's French, everybody.
2: <laughs> Killer. Dude, I've been playing Disco DeKiller. Elysium, and I have been listening to French, and I'm like, damn, who could it be? Dick Killer.
3: Everybody uh, play Disco Elysium.
0: Uh, So the person that Mattingard has been accused of killing is Juan Corita, a, a rival actor who plays the Jamin Ninja, and uh, they've apparently, you know, like I said, they, they're rivals, they've been at each other for a little bit, and uh, this supposedly has where it's finally come to a head and Mattingard has had him killed. Uh but uh you meet some other characters along the way. You meet our good old friend Wendy Oldbag, who is working as security here in an astronaut outfit. No, she's an alien. A queen. An alien outfit. Queen. She's wearing a she's wearing a fishbowl on her head. Oh, uh, yeah. We also see Lotta Hart here, uh, who is continuing her streak as a mm, journalist, so she says. Uh, but basically, ch- chasing down gossip, and we get to see, uh, like I said before, Will Powers again. Gumshoe gets involved. Gumshoe is very involved in this case, which is really fun if you're a fan of Gumshoe content. Yay. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, basically, the start of this case is Phoenix like having to confront, uh, this challenge in which he's really really worried about Maya being kidnapped, uh, and he also specifically goes when he meets with matt and guard he and pearl they literally look because they're like man this is really suspicious they look him in the eye and they say did you kill anybody while they're holding the magatama and they're using it as like a lie detector and no psyche locks show up on matt and he's like i didn't kill anybody
3: which is honestly we need to start doing this a lot with every person yeah like (laughs) Thank God Pearl has the one brain cell. That we yeah, need. She,
0: she was like, we should just ask him straight up, you know? And uh, and yeah, he says, I didn't kill anybody. No psyche locks pop up. So he must be telling the truth. And Phoenix goes, OK, I believe you. I'm going to defend you. And uh, so th- we're off to the races and starting to investigate this uh, wild case. Uh, so I guess general impressions from everybody here. Uh, we'll go around the table. Um, Tiago, what did you think of, uh, this case on the whole?
1: So, like, this case, right? Um,
2: I think it's exciting. I think, um, I, I shouldn't say exciting. I, I mean, I did enjoy it. Like, I did enjoy this case. I did, like, I have a moment where I was like, oh, I gotta keep playing to figure out what happens. you know? Um, there's a new tension brought on by being forced to be an attorney. Uh, there is Matt on guard, possibly the most hostile client we've ever had. Um, there's a, a hot new witness, Adrian Andrews. She's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn right she is. Like that's just clear. Um, a lot of the things happened in this case, and part some of them were just
4: the A means attorney.
3: <laughs> it's right in the title des. ace attorney <laughs> god
2: damn it he's, he's, he's an ace attorney on um, the
3: other hand though he's constantly trying to fuck miles so <laughs>
1: mixed um, messages
2: so like this case I enjoyed it now if you were to ask me if there are some moments where I got fucking lost I, here's what I'll say is that in terms of difficulty I found this to be a less difficult case than 1-5 uh mm-hmm. this case I felt actually like pretty confident. There wasn't a lot of moments where I was like totally stumped. And there was like a couple moments where like I didn't know what to do, but then like I, I like looked back through my court record and I was like, oh yeah, that thing. Um character wise, um I guess Adrian's neat. Uh <laughs> it, like I I don't feel in love with any of these characters that were introduced this case. Because I felt like a lot of this case focused on characters that already existed. Like, this was about yeah. Phoenix, this was about Gumshoe, this was about Miles Edgeworth. Francisco was there, but, like, not really. I I think, if anything, that I took away from this case is that I feel like the conclusion of Francisco's arc was, like, weirdly cheapened. Because, spoiler for this case, uh, she does not prosecute. She's not the prosecutor you face. It's It's Miles. So, like, Correct. I didn't get a chance to resolve her character arc. Her character arc got resolved off-screen.
3: Boy, I sure hope there's another game for me to play where I can... <laughs> I can, uh, see her. I was just like... I hope she's, so... she's in the next one, right?
2: Oh, we'll never know. Um, right. We'll have to find out, won't we? I, I mean, she's probably in the Miles Edgeworth investigation games right like it's miles he's the protag um i think from what i take away from this case is that like i'm not crazy it's very mid i guess i'm not crazy about it i thought i was more crazy but like i am, i like the concept i'm talking way too much here i took up like fucking 10 minutes here here's what don't I'm worry saying. here's <laughs> what i'm saying about this case i don't think it's bad because i actually do enjoy a lot of pieces about this case including the fact that like you can't necessarily trust your client and there's like some callbacks to the first case of 2-1. I shouldn't say the first case because the first case implies 1-1. One, one. Um, but I I feel like things could have been written differently and I kind of wish they were and I'll talk about that later.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, I do think that uh, to provide some like historical context, we talked about this briefly before, but A, uh, there were supposed to be be five cases in this game originally. Oh, so there yeah. was supposed to be one more build-up case in which you would face off against Francisca. Uh, and that would be in between cases three uh, and four instead. There would have been, you know, a, a different fourth case there. And then this case would have been five. And uh, that got removed due to space concerns. Uh, literally the one the animator, the artist who made all the animations in the game, made them too elaborate. Uh, and they took up too much space to the point where they said, okay, we gotta chop this case out and move it to game three. Uh, so that's what they do. Uh, so you you are missing that. And B, there is th- the scene at the very end, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but the scene at the end with Francisca and Miles, which kind of is the, intended to be the wrap-up on her arc for this game, uh, that was added very late very very late in the development process um takumi says that that was one of the last things they added to the game uh so i i think that's you know i think that's very telling i think uh as far as like how her arc plays out um but we can get into that a little bit more in depth as we go through the details uh rose how did you feel overall about this case
3: well i earlier i briefly complained i had a moment of frustration which uh was not necessarily about the story and more about gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna set that aside for now. Um, overall I, I did quite like this case. Um, I'm glad we finally had to defend someone who was actually guilty, because I've kind of been like, where is it? Like, tapping my watch. And it has <laughs> arrived. Um, Miles is back. That's cool. Um, <laughs> he just sort of shows up and is like, "Yeah, I'm good." And he and Francisca like have a little cat fight about it, and like Phoenix just stands there in silence. And it's one of my favorite things. Um, like just like there's several moments where he just has like a dot dot dot, like right. and he it's doesn't very funny. <laughs> he doesn't say a word, and that was like, all right. Well, like this is a comedy. Mi- game because like they're having a slapstick fight with a whip over there and this man's just like i thought you committed suicide because of me and you just like walk in here like it's no big deal i was like wow this is crazy um (laughs) so you know i felt like the the star of the show is more like the interpersonal drama between like obviously miles and phoenix and like I don't know how much he cares about Maya, and how much Pearl cares about Maya, and how much Gumshoe and Edgeworth care about Maya. Um, everybody what? loves Maya! We should uh, change the name of the game!
2: W- everybody loves Maya, yeah. I would love it if there was like a new spinoff in this game, and it's just like, you get to see Maya's chill day, you know what I mean? Like, just hanging to hang out, <laughs> eating burgers, nothing yeah. bad happens. Or you know you get to play fine. a mini game where you get to channel spirits or some shit. I don't know. Uh, I mean, this
0: was the re- This case was the real trial for Maya because it wasn't getting kidnapped that was all off- that awful for her. It was the fact that she didn't get to have any burgers for
3: two days, three whole days, two two <laughs> whole days, two days. They're oh, like, oh, she's starving. starving to death. I'm like, she's not, bitch. She's fine. <laughs> um, I thought I thought you
2: guys were going to mention the fact that like. This was a trial for Maya, because she's finally been able to use her summoning abilities, like, on-call, and, like, yeah, she, and, and she, she got and, better.
3: She and Pearl played telephone with Mia. Like, there was a lot of cool stuff in this case. Um, the actual uh, mystery, I feel like I kind of figured it out a little on the early side, but I didn't necessarily mind, I guess. It, it, honestly, I felt like it held my hand a little too much. As far mm-hmm. as like it's it's him, you know he's he's there's an ass hired assassin, you know. So pretty early on, I was like, wow, everything points to Adrian Andrews so much, but we're not even halfway done with this. So like clearly, there's, there's too, something else going on. There's too
0: they, much
2: evidence. And yeah, I was they give
0: right. You, they give you the initial setup of uh an assassin or a kidnapper has told you that uh, they've kidnapped Maya and you have to get Matt and guard acquitted. Mm-hmm. Uh that's pretty suspicious for Matt right off the gate. Well, cuz I
3: was like, but "Wow, then this they... this man's a dipshit. <laughs> I love defending dipshits. Maybe he I, so my initial thought was either he's there's something else. Obviously something else is going on here, but I was like, all right, either he like did it or he is truly the stupidest man on earth <laughs> and it uh, turns out spoilers he did it but yeah. he might also be the stupidest man on earth
0: uh dussy what mm-hmm. were your overall thoughts
4: i think playing it myself the first time versus what, like having you play through it the second time i realized that a lot of my frustration with the case is when you know the answer to something and the game has to, like, dance around it just a little bit longer and a little bit longer. Like, the whole time that they're buying time for Gumshoe, I'm just like, this feels like it's going on just a little bit too long. And I, have, I, I think that kind of is where I had the issue with when I played it the first time. Um, because mm-hmm. I do remember everyone, like, saying that this was a good case compared compared to some of the other ones. I wouldn't say it's my favorite case ever, but maybe it's just because of the, you know, frustration that you just get from that happening. But, damn, they wouldn't let Adrian take a break. <laughs> yeah they beat I, her with a two by four for like two I'm hours glad yeah, do you,
0: yeah do we want to get into this on now with adrian andrews because uh-huh. her character she's introduced as matt's uh manager mm-hmm. but she had previously had had a relationship with one uh corita the victim
2: yeah she's hot samus with glasses
0: Yes, that's kind of what her character design
3: is. Yeah, hot, um, hot girl alert! As I said when I saw her to my friend alert. out loud. Oh, and she,
0: her. she's uh, your first introduction to her is that she's calm, cool, and collected. You know, and she's got everything together. She's got her little notepad, and she keeps track of every appointment and every date. And she's got it. You know, everything
2: under control. A real Kim. Um, it's fuck I, I fucked it i fucked it cut it out it's fine
3: <laughs> cut it out of the podcast
0: you want to take it again no uh and so uh she is then as you progress through the case as always with every ace attorney case there has to be like a secret hidden backstory to all these characters or a case that happened years ago and the case the the case quote unquote that happened here is that you know her mentor who got her into the industry uh was also somebody who was you know u dated uh you know Matt and guard and then was used and abused by him, and then you know after the fact then left and then she committed suicide over the amount of like you know chaos that she went through. With these two men, Juan and Matt, and being being involved with the two of them, and then that mentor was like Adrian's an- uh, anchor. Is, is kind of how the game pitches it: is that she's she's a person who like latches on to somebody and is very dependent on on someone else. And when they disappear, then she flounders. Uh, so all that to say, then you know we you have to dredge all that up to try to establish a motive for Matt as you start to work through things. First, you use this as motive for Adrian, uh, when you are chasing her down and thinking she did it, but then as things turn and you realize that it really is your own client, Matt, who did it, you have to keep dredging up this awful memory for her of her mentor committing suicide and Adrian attempting to commit suicide and all these other awful things. And uh, Miles, uh, in particular, Miles Edgeworth, Brings it up in court and drags it out. And then you have to do it as Phoenix. And it's just
2: it's Constant. just a lot.
0: It's just a lot to deal with. Uh and it feels like she doesn't get a ton of agency uh in this situation. And it didn't sit quite well with me this time through. You know, like I I started to feel like between this and then the Francisco wrap-up scene in this in this case it really felt like we had to have two like aggressive strong female characters and like bring them down a bit and i don't know if there's any actual like substance there like or i don't and i don't want to like accuse the takumi or any of the other like production crew of like aggressively going after this actual idea but it didn't it it having two characters like that back to back in the same case have 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 that happen the same way it just it it felt kind of raw to me and i was like well so i don't know that, that 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 i don't have like a a thesis statement here on this for like a a like a a cohesive idea for what i think happened and why these characters turned out this way but um but yeah it just didn't quite sit right with me the second time around I, I'm not you know saying this case is awful for anything like that but
4: I think yeah. that's part of the frustration that I had with the feeling like a lot of things were really dragged out like the stuff with waiting trying to get by time for gumshoe while a lot of it was funny a lot of it was also like okay we get it can we move on now like I know what's going on here but it feels like there's like one or two arguments too long and the argument's are uh, backing into and bringing up the suicide again and they keep how many times did they bring up that picture it was like it had to have been more than 10 times that whole case
2: wait the picture we... of
4: the picture of uh the suicide of the of her oh name.
2: i thought you meant the picture of celeste impacts and i was like oh we only use that one yeah for of, <laughs> of her suicide yeah that that makes sense i thought you meant the picture that she says with love to matt ongard Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah.
0: The act, like the just the, it was just like the f- yeah. memory image of, of of the of the suicide. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it does pop up quite a bit there, and to the point where when we were streaming it and we were playing through it, we started to, you know, kind of morbidly make jokes about it. We were like, "How oh, man? How many times are they going to show this?" Because <laughs> it it was it was a little more grim than we we had remembered.
4: Um. Like, in the moment, you don't think about it, but, like, after they brought it up, like, the fourth time in the same hour.
2: Yeah, it it's just unfortunate like, that, like, geez. I mean, I think... So, here's where I'm gonna play the the prosecution, and I'm gonna try to defend the use of this photo. And as I say this out loud, I'm realizing, you know, this is a dumb idea. Um, You're
3: gonna <laughs> play Devil's Advocate, but you don't actually
2: want to. I don't want to, but, like, when I was playing through it, I played through it on, like, four days ago, um, on my own time. I think that, like, that section was just kind of brutal, right? Because the stress of the case did not come from the actual argument that you were in. The stress in that moment was so simply just creating time for Gumshoe, who got into a fucking traffic accident. Um, so, like, at that point, my, like... I think the biggest thing about this case is that, like, this case didn't matter to the arcs of the character. Like, the. I mean, obviously, it mattered a lot to Adrian and Matt and Juan Corda, who's dead, and shit like that. But, like, Mm
1: -hmm. in
2: regards to Phoenix, Miles, Gumshoe, Francisca, like, this case didn't really touch upon any of their arcs. They were simply just having their own arc parallel to this and my brain was like I care way more about their relationship than I do this actual case we know Matt is guilty but we're doing this to like stall for time for gumshoe so literally any conversation piece I had to do with the actual case my thought was like I'm just going to say the dumbest shit possible just to waste time I don't care <laughs> like the like the actual interesting part of this fucking case is when the entire courtroom is like shouting at you because you're like the courtroom knows matt is guilty and you were being a scumbag lawyer defending him to the point of accusing this lady to do it but like you're only accusing her so that you could stall for time like you you don't believe in the accusation that's irony baby like you you're now using your tactics that you have been this entire time but for email... these are the tactics.
4: I said this in the stream. These are the tactics that the prosecution has been using up to this moment. But really, you are using them. I yeah, feel like you're I'm using, using the same tactics. You're using the tactics of no. You show evidence to prove this point. Oh yeah. That's Instead fair. of the judge just saying, "Oh, the prosecution said it, so it must be true."
2: Um,
4: like
3: I mean, the prosecution should be proving their point with evidence, also.
2: Yeah, that's a good yes, fucking point. But they don't. But they don't. They don't have to. This is the dark ages of the law. Because it's a game. (laughs) Um so like I my biggest thing about like the like that whole thing and the morbidity of it is that like at a certain point, like maybe this is maybe this is parallel to life, is that like I I I, the lawyer, had too much shit going on to care about the well being of the people in this case. Like I -hmm. I was more concerned about Maya, I was more concerned about Edgeworth, I was more concerned about Gumshoe. Like, if this was, like, a um, NBC hospital show, like, I'd be way more concerned about the livelihood of my co-workers than my actual patient, who is probably dying on the fucking bed. And, like, you you, you get my point, like... You're not emotionally
4: attached to them the same way you are to somebody you are emotionally attached to. And, like...
0: Somebody that we've been involved with for the last, you know, three to four cases, or the previous game,
2: too. I mean... Oh, go ahead. No, you what do you have to I don't wanna oh,
3: hear? Oh, I, w- I was going to circle all the way back to the start of this conversation, actually, so you better finish your thought.
2: Uh no, I was just gonna repeat the same shit.
3: Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. So I wanna circle all the way back to Ben's criticism of the writing of Adrian Andrews because I actually didn't get any of that. Okay. Um I do feel like Francisca, like a lover, wish she'd been here more. I I'm not necessarily opposed to what they showed of her. I just wish that there had been a little more her and knowing that there was another case with her that was supposed to happen that didn't.
2: When you say her, you mean Francisca?
3: Francisca. Okay. I thought you meant I'm, Adrian. I'm not, I definitely don't want to dispute Ben's point about Francisca. Like she kind of got shoved off into the hospital and, you know, there was some, some fun stuff with that like you know Miles carries her physically to the hospital Mm -hmm. you know that's that's great love that you know they they have some fights they say goodbye to each other at the airport and then credit scene I wish there had been a little more but I didn't dislike what I got I'm just Mm. like I see more of that cake over there and I would like some more of it you know I only got like one slice of information (laughs) about Francisca and I would like another um But as far as Adrian Andrews goes, like, I obviously, like, her character, she has a terrible time. Like, that can't be disputed. But I didn't feel like the writing was, like, like, she even says, like, so blatantly at one point. She's like, oh, you know, Juan and Matt, they don't care about me or Celeste. You know, they just were using us as, like, props for their rivalry against each other, and, like, sort of implying that that's what you and Edgeworth are doing, as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel, obviously, like, just because the character goes, oh, I'm aware of the trope, doesn't necessarily mean they're absolved from it. But I didn't get the, like, blatant, like, oh, just put her down, because she's a strong woman thing, you know? I got, like, this person struggling desperately to try and do what she thinks is right, even though what she thinks is right is kind of wrong and
2: straight up illegal.
3: You know, Edward's an <laughs> asshole. Like, whatever, buddy. Yeah. Just because you were like depressed doesn't mean you get to shit on other people who are depressed. Miles.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. was like, me... what? Who are you talking? To? <laughs> I'm
3: talking about Miles and also everyone. Yeah.
0: Um, to to solidify what I what I meant there i guess thinking about it more it's not as always i'm not one of these types of people who are like we should not have awful things happen in our media you know Mm. like i'm totally fine with the actual material stuff that has happened to adrian as part of her character arc like the shit she goes through like i'm fine with telling a story about that i think what i think i would have liked it way way more uh if the i think it was literally just the landing like the more that I think about it, I think it's literally just the landing for that arc, which mm. is at the very end that she thanks Phoenix and Miles. Um,
3: oh, yeah. And, she should she should still tell Miles to go to hell. I agree and, with that. Yeah. I,
0: I, feel like, I feel like I would have – I feel like – because we've been talking about this, uh, Jenny – or Desi and I had talked about this with Iroh recently about uh, if a show uh, or a game or a series does not have a good ending – uh, it can really uh, ruin the rest of the series, even if it was very, very good. And I think it was... The, the, it was, in, Even then, it was just a few sentences at the end from Adrian, where she's like, oh, yeah, thanks, Phoenix, and fi- thanks, Edgeworth, for doing all this, and, you know, you really did help me out. And I wish that there mm-hmm. had just been a little bit more depth to her line, you know, to mm-hmm. those last final lines, where she would have been like, you know, y'all, y- you should really... You know, like yes, I've I've come out the other side and I am I feel much better now that this truth is out there kind of thing. No
4: thanks to you guys.
0: But but yeah, I wish we could have done it a different way kind of thing. I don't know. I, I would have loved some more. Yeah, even the judge complexity. is just like, Whew,
4: that was a close one, wasn't it, buddy? The judge. <laughs> I just would the have judge liked is a little more complexity there. So
3: detached, yeah. I, but in I, the end, it is Ace argue. Attorney,
0: you know? Yeah. Like, we're, we we gotta we got have, like, a nice, neat bow on everything. We we complained about this with uh, the Big Top case, too. Oh, yeah. everything was tied up with a nice little bow, and we were like, man, this does not feel like it should have a nice little bow on oh,
3: it. Oh, we're all <laughs> friends again, we're gonna fix the circus. Yeah, yeah, sort of like that. I, I definitely um, think, like, that final see that scene, like, I, at that point, I was so frustrated because of some stuff that happened with me gameplay-wise, that mm-hmm. I just saw that scene, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, Adrian. Like, sorry. <laughs> I gotta go. I need to finish this case. Here's the thing, like, right? Is that,
2: like, the game wants you to care about these characters, but the second any character is put in a witness stand, I instantly dislike them, because- I cared di- about
3: Adrian. She's hot.
2: I mean, fair, she's hot. I'm objectifying i objectifying woman. <laughs> oh, I'll show myself out here's what here's what i'm saying first of all we all respect women here second of, all, <laughs> yeah. second of all i the thing about any literally any witness anyone who literally got to any like if i had to prove anyone wrong in court my immediate thought is you are against me and you're not helping me a lot of heart i like you outside of court the second you're in a witness day i'm shooting you like if they, <laughs> like, uh, tiago
3: now. wants to kill npcs reoccurring theme
2: i this is the thing though is that like she, she has a very interesting motive, and, like, you find out, this is going to go into the case, um, that, like, the first day is essentially you grilling her, and then you realize that y- you have a lot of evidence saying that, yeah, she did touch the, all the, 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 the crime scene and all this stuff, and then it occurs to you that, like, none of this proved that she actually killed the victim, all this proved is that she found a corpse, stabbed it, and tried to frame your client. And like, that doesn't prove that she did the killing though. So it's like, okay, Adrian, and she's doing all this because she knows that Matt on guard is the real villain. Your client is the villain and must die. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, he's
0: a monster and needs to go to prison is, is her argument. And this part I love about her arc, you know, I love that. And I wish this had gotten a little more focus. is that like, this is her taking things into her own hands for the first time, you know? Yeah. Uh, the, she's been quote-unquote relying on other people this whole time and now she finally is like no fuck this dude i'm gonna take my you know opportunity i'm gonna shoot my shot and i'm gonna frame this guy and put him away forever because he should not be able to hurt anybody else but then like, she, that part i
2: I genuinely really like but then she like relapses in her you know her codependent nature i'm mm-hmm. i said that mockingly as if like to mock people the codependent nature no i'm mocking this game i i like it uh what i'm saying is that like it's weird to have a character go from like, I guess that's the thing though, is that it's a relapse. Never mind. I'm I'm reconsidering the thought that I was about to say is that like she goes from like taking control and then she immediately the next day, Francisca Costa kicks down her door and goes, "All right, remember that you have the Fifth Amendment and uh, you can do you can you can because this yourself. is
3: America because this is
2: America," <laughs> uh, and it's like she so then in court it implies that her codependent nature is lacked onto francisca which like why um so like
3: francisca is also hot
2: yeah she's all you got it it's hot girl solidarity uh,
3: you know what i'm not <laughs> contributing anything to this
2: <laughs> and like the thing about like i so that's why we made a joke about like um adrian andrews being lesbian coded because like her mentor her mentor we all know like oh she taught me how to bone all right like all right moving on the point is is that like her character Whoa. no i actually had a finishing thought give me a second on Mm -hmm. the second time the second day of investigation where like before the final court date you meet up with adrian again it's like 11 p.m and you like sit down with her and you fucking realize like matt's true nature which is that he's an abusive monster who has manipulated everyone around him to think that he's refreshing as a spring breeze and like she like is looking at you and is like congratulations you now know the truth and it's like Okay, great. I'll see you in court tomorrow. I'm going to accuse you of murder, and like i'll see you later see you later, Adrian, and it's like we have to drag her back in to finish this, and it's like it's I
3: think it's, it's supposed to feel bad though, like like yeah, it feels bad when it you happens do at it.
2: eleven
0: p m at the detention yeah, center you're like that like everything it's dark. it sucks, yeah, yeah, it,
3: it sucks, and you're like, I'm gonna have to keep doing this tomorrow and yeah. like. It it's it shitty. sucks. It feels bad, and Phoenix obviously feels bad. Yeah, like you know, I... so it's not like Phoenix is like, "Oh, this is fine." He's like, "This is terrible. I'm a monster. I hate myself for doing this." You know.
2: Yeah, like he has the nightmare that he has in case one, where the judge kills him with the gavel, right? And like, it's uh, very funny. The it's dream. A very funny dream. <laughs> And like, I think, I think maybe the reason her arc feels stretched out is because we, the player had to stretch it out in order to justify what we were doing, right? Like,
3: Also, yeah, we'd already figured out what was happening. We just had to sort of dick around for a while.
2: Literally, like, you guys walked into that court date. Both Miles and you knew what the fucking truth was. But because of the killer's hold on Maya, you had to fucking dance. And, like, that's why the last day feels so stretched out, is because these characters are forcing, are, like forcing us the player to stretch it out
0: yeah we're doing an act and the performance is not uh is just for the uh assassins for the killer's benefit
3: i guess like we're putting on a show for him that brings up sort of like what's the line between like oh this game simulates the real feeling of like struggle versus like i've struggled enough this is a video game like, yeah. let me. Well,
0: that's that's why I love having these conversations. Give me the uh, dopamine. Because, uh,
3: like, what's the yeah, balance between that?
0: Because everybody's going to fall on this line somewhere differently. You know, somebody, uh, some folks are going to be like, you know what, I loved it because it did feel super stressful and annoying, but that was what made it feel real to me. You mm-hmm. know, and other people are going to be like, no, I did not like that at all. Uh, and and you know, as we've been having these conversations, like, you know, I came into this, uh a little more down on it than I had been in the past. Like, I still really like this case a lot. Uh, I still think it's one of my favorites, but I was a little more down on it than I had been before. But talking about it now, uh, I'm remembering some really great moments again, and I'm going, you know what? Actually, you know what? Wait, fuck. That moment at late at night at the de- detention center, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when you finally get to break Matt's uh, psyche locks.
3: Yeah, Man, oh my it God. Such and fucking, he,
0: it's such a good moment.
3: It's such pulls a good moment. Out, he pulls out that big decanter stupid decanter where do I get that? I was losing so one of the things I do to help me take notes I pull back the curtain a la Wizard of Oz is I take photos of my DS screen of like important things that like I remember and one of them was just immediately like I need a picture of that decanter like something that like really strikes my eye and that (laughs) was just oh my god
2: yeah um... um it it does. The rest
3: are just photos of Edgeworth.
2: That does. Um, yeah, uh, both. Are, it, I'm surprised that they're not also photos of Francisco von Karma.
3: She wasn't in this case a lot. Um, That's uh, fair. You know, I do have some actually. <laughs> uh, she
0: got her one moment. She got her. She did get her one big moment. I uh to bust into the courtroom.
3: Yeah, she I tries just... to roll up while a bullet is in her. Just like her dad got shot in the shoulder. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying what it's like I saw from poetry. rhymes. What I saw from her, I loved. I wish there had been more her. I,
2: you know, that's the thing about it though is that like the final cases, the, I say cases of the first game because there is multiple cases of the first game. Uh, like the first, like there's the final one where you absolve Miles Edgeworth, and then there's the final, final one where you take on right. Chief Gann and finish Edgeworth's arc. Like, they're both arc eccentric on the prosecutor that you were facing, and this case, I felt, literally had nothing to do with Francisca Von Karma. I I thought, I, I was hoping, I had no idea what this case was going to be about, but if I was writing this case, if I took over, you know, because I'm a great ultra dick writer, I would have mm-hmm. it be a case where you were defending Francisca Von Karma from Miles Edgeworth.
3: Yeah, I do kind of wish that she had been accused of murder, so I could defend her in court.
2: I want, I want her to be <laughs> accused of murder, so I can defend her in court against Miles Edgeworth, therefore completing this fucked up little circle.
3: Well, then, <laughs> and then we need another prosecutor for the third game.
2: Well, we're we're probably gonna get another prosecutor for the third you, game. There's a guy on all the right. cover.
3: You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, we'll get
2: there. We'll get there. But like, talking about this case, like, I played through it. I thought a lot of the twists and turns were interesting overall if i was going to take this case and judge it by itself i'd say this is a perfectly fine case i like it it's just that when you place this case in the context of it being the final case of game two you see like you had a villain arc with francisco von Carmo, and also the setup for my uh Madam Morgan Lafay being a villain, but that didn't resolve in this case in this game oh, at yeah. all. Hey, remember Where that? she go?
3: <laughs> I I'm really missing this this other case that was supposed to happen in between this and the circus <laughs> case. All of a sudden,
0: Morgan. Well, I can give you a little bit of context. Uh, th- this is no spoilers, but I'll give you just a little bit of context again, historical context for it. Uh a the case that has been removed is a case much like Big Berry Circus.
4: Not
0: that it's a, not that it's a bad case per se or anything, but that it is, it is a individual standalone case that does not link with the larger story oh, very much. I just you want to know?
3: social link, Francisca. No, I, now, I, as far
0: as bringing everything together, the final game or game three brings brings every loose end just about back together so if you are looking now whether you think it does it well or not we'll have to see when we get there but as far as like in trying to bring everything together it does make that uh, attempt so uh we'll see when we get there but but yes game three starts to pick up some of those loose ends which is very funny because they did not know that they were going to be able to make a game three at the time so it's a bit of a called shot to leave morgan lefay uh hanging
2: (laughs) you know i'm glad
3: glad they're gonna wrap it up that makes me feel better
2: I like you could literally have a case in which that Morgan Fay like orchestrates Francisco von Karma's like murder and like he could have Miles Edgeworth be the defending prosecutor and I think that'd be sick, but well, that's probably not what's gonna happen. Uh it I'm saying if I wrote this imaginary case. Um
1: mm-hmm.
2: now I I'm still trying to feel, like obviously I like this case better than Big Berry Circus because I like talking ball torture more than <laughs> Big Berry Circus. Like <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ like, fuck it. Yeah. I, that's how i feel about it um, oh man but like i think that i if i were, if i was a little tiago playing on my ds and this was the end of case two my immediate thought would be like i want to play case the game three right now if i knew there was a game three this game is like mm. a real it has a lot of mixed emotions and stuff like that it's a real last jedi you know what i mean like <laughs>
0: I, you can't do this we can't, can't bring we can't. outside discourse into this
2: too
3: ben, ben and I's star wars pod, star wars podcast will be launching later
2: <laughs> later this year yeah where yeah. oh, you guys uh, watch every movie and write a review com- uh, coming
3: soon to own
0: there's so many Star Wars podcasts out there. There's no, no nobody. No,
2: there's a no new ground about the to... Last Jedi specifically. Each episode is about like a ten minute segment of the Last Jedi.
3: I can't do that. <laughs> just, like I a, can't. just like a scene. We can't get I into I, Tiago. We can't I, yeah. get into this. I'm, c- I'm not strong I, enough.
2: What I'm saying is that like this game represents the middle part of a trilogy, and like without the context of the ending, I can't. I feel like I can't prescribe how I feel about this game. You know what I mean?
0: You know, it's it's definitely got a bit of that Empire Strikes Back that downer, <laughs> you know, energy. Yeah, nice. I, would,
3: I would, I would, definitely pick the Empire Strikes Back over the Last Jedi. I think. I just Jedi has
0: a little more optimistic ending. I just want to, I, you know, stoke the fire. I think.
3: No, we can't. We can't talk about it. But yeah, we, we, we can't. can't, can't I have so we can't
0: do Star Wars on Ace Attorney. <laughs> no, yeah, no,
3: can't. no. Um, so, uh,
0: let's uh get into, I guess some of the other like nitty gritty details here i guess like, oh
4: yeah because
0: we, we had like rose you said you had a gameplay issue that you bumped into i that have a caused some issues. i'd like to watch so, a complaint and i it's it's is it the tree of of uh moving around through the various rooms
3: <laughs> um so my problem happened when i was playing and i thought all right seems like a good save point I'm gonna turn my save my game, turn my d s off finish tomorrow next day wake up, you know finish you know log back in, and I go all right, nice. I started in this new area. I think it's when you you do some activity i think it's it's when you do the like bug like searching in um, okay. Quan's room. And you find obviously this this bear that has cameras in its eyes, and you know Gumshoe absconds with the cameras, and then Miles shows up and steals the bear. I think <laughs> yeah the action like the specific word used is snatched up by Miles Edgeworth.
4: He steals the yeah. bear from you. <laughs> he picks up the whole bear and walks off with it, which is very funny. The thirty eight hundred dollar bear that you just <laughs> dissected it's a fao
2: schwartz bear um <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's a so what bear what did
3: you just say it's a brand of teddy bear it was a luxury oh teddy my... bear brand
2: i used to what i you FAO, said, fao schwartz my brain immediately went yes of course fate asterisk online Schwartz.
3: yeah so <laughs> they used to make nope. bears um but so i do that and Pe- pearl and i are left standing there going well dag nab it. You know, I'm like, well, all right, now I know some stuff. Let me go. Let me go invest in gate. And so I head out and I go and I run around. I go to every area. I talk to everybody. I do everything. I go and it's like, you can talk to Matt. and You can talk to Adrian at the detention center, even though it's late. And I'm like, cool. And it does that thing where it's like, who do you want to talk to? And when you're in that menu, you can't switch to the other one. You have to leave. And then yeah. come back and choose who you want to talk to. <laughs> and so I'm doing that. I'm over and over again. I can't break their psych locks. I'm I'm losing health rapidly. I'm running around. It's been 30 minutes. I decide, fuck it, I'm checking the guide. Check the guide. And I'm like, I've done all this. I've talked to all these people. What's happening? Why why can't I progress? And I scroll back up. There was a dialogue option with Pearl. The first room where it drops you to talk about something you'd already figured out, which was <laughs> that Shelley D. Killer is the murderer <laughs> and is an assassin. And I did not think about. Oh click. yeah, I did. I was like, yeah. "Well, this is the landing page, so I'll be fine." And I left. And also, I already knew what was going on, so I didn't think I needed to talk about it. And have Uh, me telling Pearl be Phoenix telling the player. And if you don't do that, Will Powers never appears in the detention center, and you do not get the piece of evidence you need to do anything. And I wasted 30 minutes of my life, and I was very frustrated, and I hadn't even started the final court segment. Right. (laughs) Which is part of the reason why I got a little... Uh, at the end um yeah and I can, that's I can feel yeah the that. game
0: does require that uh you cl- clear off every dialogue box with each character that possibly has them and I so thought, if you happen to miss one yeah, you have to run back around and check with everybody i missed
3: one in the first room and i had to go all the way back and mm-hmm. i just i know put and click games are like this but that doesn't mean that i have to like it so i was yeah. very very frustrated
2: this was a game designed 20 years ago this, i this that's no excuse this game's all about I, to fight and die for its country
3: I,
0: <laughs> I, I here's the thing it's very funny that also like as far as i'm aware they never get away from this like it is still always requires you to check good, off every dialogue option with each good character to know. but uh Interestingly enough, when I was going through the guide for this uh, case as well, I noticed that there were quite a lot of segments where you could uh, present two different pieces of evidence yeah. for mm-hmm. uh, something. You could present the same piece of evidence to one or two different statements in the uh, you know, in the testimony, which is nice. It gives you a little bit more wiggle room there. And also, uh, during some of the Psyche Lock segments, ah. there are bits where you have to present evident- two pieces of evidence back to back. And it would allow you to present uh, either one of those pieces in any order. Like it won't, you know, it, it insist on one or the other. See, you know,
3: first. I I did also almost die in Adrian's late night one, you know, after I'd been running around almost dying for 30 minutes because mm-hmm. uh, that was not the case in her specific.
0: That's right. Hers you is the cannot, one where they do lock it down. You
3: cannot <laughs> present the photo first. You have to present the profile yeah. And I, again, was so mad at that point. <laughs> and I was like, listen, Agent, I like your character, but I'm... I gotta... I gotta go. You're hot, like, but you're not I hot was... enough for
2: me not to be frustrated.
3: Yeah. it's, it's the, the hot girl is not... is fictional. The frustration is real. <laughs> it's, it's sort of my my stance on a lot of a lot of things that make me annoyed in games
0: one thing that i do appreciate and unfortunately this will not be the case for game three but beyond that i believe i think it starts from game four onward whenever uh you are required to present something uh it will select and only allow you to choose from either the evidence you know bucket or the profiles bucket depending on what they're asking for
1: oh so if somebody says
0: tell me who could have done this it will only let you choose from the profile yeah. section yeah that and is if they, very and helpful if They say, present evidence you can only choose from the evidence bucket so they will eventually lock you into that um but we do have to get through i believe i believe that's when that comes in is game four i think uh is when they finally make that adjustment A poly and it justice. Is, it's it's oh. so much oh. simpler then because yeah they will just say like choose who you're accusing and then you go okay and you will go down through your list of you know people that you've got Uh, And you don't have to worry about accidentally presenting the wrong evidence. You just choose from your profiles.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the future technology of, (laughs) like, learning a little bit about what's actually annoying in video games.
2: I think, um, I I relate to your frustration of not, of, like, missing a dialogue tree, because in the Miles Edgeworth case, game 1-4, there's a situation where I was lost for, like, 30 minutes until it occurred to me that I had to talk to Larry Butts, which, side note, where the fuck is Larry? This game, he's missing. I Yeah, miss I uh, he's he's busy. He's busy. I
3: miss I miss Larry.
2: I miss Larry. Uh, and then there's like the the only moment where I looked up a guide was because I misclicked on the fucking uh the like um you know when you got to use the cortisol the cortisol or whatever what's it called cortisol is it cortisol in game one five.
3: Luminol. Oh, lum- luminol luminol
2: tiago yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Please. I it cortisol
3: uh, please please you got to use a <laughs> just luma- like 10 seasons of um of uh yeah just like uh just like a billion seasons of forensic files flash before my eyes there as you called it cortisol and yeah, i was the- like
2: <laughs> the cortisol <laughs> i should know
3: what that is
2: like I was it's just like this is just like one of those gaming things where like you can misclick and like I was literally like a fucking pick like I knew I had to spray the locker and I didn't. This is me just talking about my regret that I had to look up a guide because I don't like doing it. Um I no, I don't right. regret
3: that I looked up a guide because I never would have Yeah I wouldn't have made it if I hadn't.
2: Um it's just that like I feel like would a game like this be would it would do you think that it would be nice if it had like a little indication of like you need to talk to this character, you know what I mean? Or, like, would you not want uh,
3: that? I, I, don't, I don't think I would want it to be, like, so specific, but, like, I feel like after a certain point, like, some indication that, like, the world state needs to change.
2: Like, yeah. like you've missed
3: something. Maybe not even tell me where, but just, like...
2: Are you sure you talked to everybody? Like, maybe yeah, someone just like, approaching you being like, did you talk to everybody?
3: like some prompt where it's like something
1: right because yeah,
3: right. you know there's and i don't know how you would incorporate hey you didn't finish that dialogue tree with pearl because you the player already figured out the solution so you I've... didn't make <laughs> her explain it to you
2: it would just make me think about those like life is strange asks where it's like you're going into a room and then your character goes yeah, I didn't finish talking to Johnny. I should go see how he's doing. And then, like, you can't leave the room. And then you try again. I was like, johnny's really sad. You haven't talked to him about the Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. You should check again.
0: Phoenix Phoenix Wright just starts talking like a triple A game protagonist. Yeah. Huh? I should really spray some luminol on that bookcase over there so I can see if there's any finger, any any uh, blood sp- stains.
3: I mean, you know? we make fun of it, but there is a reason they do that. <laughs>
2: Do you think Felix is trying to find all the Riddler trophies?
4: <laughs> like like yeah. he's trying to
2: find all the the the, the killer trophies all across the fucking town. All the cards, all the cards, yeah, man. <laughs> he hops off a fucking Empire State Building into a fucking hay barrel. Um, I yeah, no, I, that's the thing though, is that like this is it's weird to call them old, but this is like a twenty-year-old game, and like there are like things that are now we are now used to in like the twenty years of gaming that just don't exist in this one. And that's not like sometimes it's to a fault, but like other times it's just like I don't know. Yeah. I, I was, literally don't was, have an end to the sentence. It was a Game Boy Advance series, you
0: know? Like and uh they didn't know that they were gonna get any games after the one that they got. Um and, you know, they it was a crew of like between seven to nine people depending on the game, game one or game two. And uh, So, it's you know, it's not a lot of people, and uh, the crew has learned a lot since then, and a lot of different people have worked on the game since then, too. Uh, I have a quote from Shu Takumi's blogs that he made on the Capcom blog, translated again, as always, by Ash on Gyakuten Saiban Library, and uh, his quote here is, Use every idea you have. That's my own personal rule. I don't know whether I get to create a Gyakuten Saiban 3. And I might die tonight getting a piece of rice (laughs) cake stuck in my throat. (laughs) So, even if that piece of rice cake gets stuck there, I plan to spew out all the ideas I have. And also, the deadline was right in front of me. So I didn't have time to think of something different.
3: Uh, And that's relatable.
0: (laughs) Uh, He uh, mentions that the original script was six bulky folders large, each of them practically a novel, uh, about 1,500 pages long in total. Which he wrote in three and a half months. Uh, which is insane. Uh and then jeez. Oh, we've talked about this already in the past, but uh I I listened to uh Just King Things, which is a great podcast about the works of Stephen King, and they uh really like contextualize things nicely with uh Stephen King's like uh cocaine use and and uh, and other drug use uh, you know, through his life and how it affected his work and that sort of thing. And I don't think this is necessarily that serious, but Shu Takumi in his blog goes very in-depth, actually, about how much whiskey he drinks. <laughs> um,
3: you you like, would think a, that, would, a lot. that would not make you work as fast as cocaine. but like He, you know? he
0: mentions drinking a lot. He says uh, he always drinks when he's uh, writing. And then, again, he does this bit where he has Phoenix and Maya, like, act out a little play talking about him writing the game and Maya's like wait a minute uh it should should he be drinking at work and Phoenix goes oh well he doesn't drink during office hours of course but on his days off or when he's not at the office or at nights he has some but then they also mention that uh he would take a health drink bottle Oh, buddy. And pour whiskey in it. Yeah.
2: Okay. And bring
0: it in with him. Okay. Oh, and uh, buddy. So the division, he has, a bit, uh, he has a bit here where it's him and the division chief at Capcom. Oh,
2: Capcom, my
0: God.
3: Me. Is he Takumi. writing skits?
0: <laughs> Takumi, yes. I'm writing a skit about himself and his boss here. Oh, and again, buddy. I have to assume if he's writing about this, there's a good thick layer of comedy and and fiction on top of this. But still, and I know, Japanese work culture, totally, you know, different, especially 20 years ago. But, as he writes, Takumi is struggling heavily with the scenario, and the division chief comes in. Oh, Takumi, working on a Sunday? And he goes, ah, Chief Mikami, (laughs) hello. (laughs) And the division chief goes, hmm, what's wrong? You don't look so good. You feeling bad? And he goes, no, no, nothing's wrong at all. He goes, okay. Well, you know, it's not good for you to drink all those health drinks, you know. Takumi Uh goes,
2: "Yes, sir." This is, of course, Shinji Mikami.
0: Yes, this Uh, is Shinji Mikami. Yes, the one and only catching Takumi drinking on the job.
3: It's just, hey, if you're working, I I know this. Listen, everybody, if you're working Sundays you can drink on the job
2: if you work sunday not in like a retail place don't go to work <laughs> yeah, if like don't, target drunk.
3: don't work retail it's, drunk because your coworkers will have to cover for you i assure you i yeah. it's just
0: i'm just a little worried takumi i know you're probably not doing this now but it's just oh my goodness <laughs> buddy it's, it's so much talk about drinking and and then you know Drinking to get this work done, uh and yeah, I guess when you write a script in three and a half months for an entire game from scratch, and that included the case that got cut too. That he wrote that oh case at the God. time too, and they just took it wholesale out and moved it to the
2: next game. Yeah, I'm actually like, amazed was... it's
3: not cocaine at this point.
2: <laughs> I'm actually amazed this game got so... fucking finished. <laughs> I'm like, it... the homeboy was drunk. Crunch um... culture. So... Anyway, so all that to say, uh. Game development's hard, <laughs> but uh, p- please watch your alcohol consumption. Speaking of don't alcohol. Don't hurt uh, yourself. Was the yeah. tomato juice in the apartment actually tomato juice, or was that, like, fucking champagne or whiskey that was localized in tomato juice?
0: Uh, I don't know about the original game. Um, I can see if I can double check here. Whenever I see, but, uh, like,
2: alcohol or cigarettes in a video game, I think to myself, hmm, lollipops and soda. You know what I mean? Right. Like
0: I mean, they have typically in the past also avoided uh any cigarettes like alcohol reference uh in the game because yeah, they to talk around a future character, there is another future character who was originally intended to drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes in the courtroom.
2: Oh hell yeah. <laughs> and He's getting they, lit in the court.
0: And they cut that out entirely because they, quote unquote, according to Capcom, would be a bad influence on kids. Uh, so I assume that most of the time any alcohol or smoking is brought up, you know, it in the original Japanese game. It was also, uh, you know, papered over a little bit to to not make
2: it. Uh, I just think that on, it's on crazy. the other
3: hand, that would be sick, though if That'd a man be-
2: was drinking <laughs> tomato juice out of a dude.
3: cocktail glass well just wait till you meet him we'll, we'll
0: find out you're right you i him. shouldn't
3: run my mouth he could be a fucking clown oh that's
2: true <laughs> i think you're gonna say he could be a murderer he's a clown this that's is wor- fine <laughs> okay that. um, what about <laughs> um
3: rose hate more a clown or a murderer
0: Britta from Community turning around. Now, I can draw the I can Now, I can accept murderers, but I draw the line at clowns.
2: I do draw the line at clowns. <laughs> you can the line? You can accept murderers? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, like... I'm sorry, I just spaced out for a second. Um, I'm very tired, y'all. No worries. Y'all. Uh, That's
0: okay. We can wrap up here. Uh, I'll cut this all out.
2: Uh, keep it I
0: can... Uh... <laughs>
2: okay
3: <laughs> we don't have to leave it in
2: i'm authentic i do one take no I- uh-huh.
3: no don't do that to yourself I'm
2: Calculatron. let's let's
0: talk about the ending then as we wrap up here yes uh desi uh how did you feel about the ending and how this game started to leave things off for game three i know you have a little more context uh than the other two like you know like me and uh so like knowing what you know uh now that you've seen all the parts play out again, did you feel happy with where Game 2 left things?
4: I think it was fine with where they left things, given now the context of all of <laughs> and the Scoobies and the game development issues, but yes, I think it was fine. I think the whole bit with Francisco was cute, particularly at that point, but yes, I think it was all fine.
0: Okay. The the bit with Francisca I do find uh I do find it really interesting and uh, I Yeah, I was about to say something that might be considered a spoiler. So, I'll keep it that to myself. I, yeah.
3: I'll have something not spoiler free to say cuz I don't know shit. I liked yeah. that the end scene for me it had value in revealing that the revenge that she's been wanting this whole time was not against you. Mr. Phoenix, right? It was always about Miles, mm-hmm. and you were just sort of there, the catalyst, yeah. I guess, or whatever. You were he, he <laughs> yeah. wasn't there, so she was like, "I'm gonna get him by getting this dipshit," and it worked, <laughs> I guess. Um, also, her cry sprite was cute. Um, yeah, her what? I think they should hug her crying sprite.
2: Oh yeah, okay. But
3: yeah. they they didn't. Instead. I just, you know, it was kind of fucked up how she, uh, she I handed Miles a whip, and then he gave it back, you no, know, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> they're <laughs> fucked up,
0: like, that's the thing, though, is that, like... There's no reason that Phoenix would have been there at the airport, is the real reason. Yeah, you
2: know? that's the reason. Also, like, Miles Edgeworth and Francis von Karma are just fucked up little people, and they should deal with things in their own fucked up little way. Oh,
3: their dad messed them up so bad.
2: Um... I liked it. I do not think it was bad. Uh, I didn't hand Miles Edgeworth the whip on the first try, and I was like, nah, I'm fucking reloading. This is the end of the case. I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. And
2: I gave him the whip this time, because I saw it in my inventory. Um, I, I guess like, again, this is just the fact of like, someone else is over there, re- re- like, resolving their own arc, and I'm like, sitting here like, I fucking fought you for three cases, and I don't get to resolve your arc? like <laughs> fucking, i did the legwork.
3: i didn't feel like it was resolved that's the thing exactly like,
2: like it's, it's yeah because she
3: she leaves and she's like no i'm still gonna get your ass miles and i'm like all right so we'll see more of this later you yeah. know
2: he'll be in... yeah it is not over um he'll be in game three i guess uh yeah i gotta say i do like this game Do I like it as much as Game 1? I like some things about this more than I like Game 1, and there are some things about Game 1 that I like more than this game. I feel kind of equal about them.
3: Music's still banging.
2: Absolutely
3: killing it. Lots of good tracks in this case. When Matt flips, and he pulls out that giant juice glass that makes him evil, that Mm -hmm. music was rockin'. Sad we didn't get to hear more of Pearl's theme. Love we Pearl. pretty much right. only got to hear it whenever she was interacting with the cat JPEG.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but
3: yeah. that was cute. Liked uh, that. The shoe, the cat. Shoe, I the shoe, the cat. I you know? would
2: die for Pearl. She's an adorable little kid. I'd buy her some V-Bucks for Fortnite.
3: I, oh my god!
2: Like I, she doesn't
0: know what a Fortnite is. I, I'd, let's I'd keep it that Fortnite. way.
3: He's
2: like, she's a cool. No, kid. I'd give her a well, cigarette. I <laughs>
3: buy pearl I buy Pearl Minecraft. I we let's buy Pearl <laughs> Minecraft
2: Fortnite. That's better than Fortnite. I'll buy her a Halo Three uh what do you mean mr
0: Ru- mr nick you don't know how to craft <laughs> you don't know how to craft a crafting table i'll show you mr nick
3: oh my god pearl please teach me <laughs> asmr pearl teaches you how
4: to play minecraft like i would Phoenix, love it right? if there
2: was like a fucking twitch streamer that was just pearl playing minecraft and like it's nick just would the show top half of her doing his own case <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 well so
0: game two wrap up I figured I'd ask similar questions to what I did last time when we wrapped up game one. Uh, so let's start with, uh, Tiago here. Favorite case in this game?
2: I guess by default, like... No, I guess I do kind of like case 2-2, the one where you defend Maya again. That one, mm-hmm. that one was actually fun, because, like, it explores both Pearl, it explores Maya, the, her, like, her family, her fucked up little family shit. Um like, if I had to put the ranking of cases in order, we take one out, because one doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we, we put two- How
3: dare you, good sir. We
2: we bury Big Berry uh, Circus into the fucking ground, because that one's the shittiest. Even though mm-hmm. there are some amazing concepts in it. Listen, just because there's like a shit- Well, I'm not gonna drink a smoothie if 50% of it's made out of shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> that's not crazy. I
3: Weirdly, I do.
2: Um. So, like, in case- Four and two are on equal footing for me, because um, both of them had Pearl, my new favorite sidekick. Uh, I like Maya, but like Pearl's not that demanding. So,
0: Sure. Uh, going off of that, then,
2: favorite NPC? Pearl! She's a cool kid. Pearl. Um yeah. I, like, sometimes you just need a character who's, like, there's, like, those quote-unquote boring characters where they're just, like, they're just normie core and like sometimes you just need a normie core character you know you just need a character she's so
3: endearing
2: is... too exactly you just need a character who's like maya you're stressing me out you're causing me bills and shit and pearl's like i'm sorry <laughs> mr nick i'll make you feel better and i'm like thank I'll you i'll make
3: you a salad
2: do you have any lettuce and you go what's lettuce and she goes oh i guess i won't and then Gumshoe's was like i'll make you some ramen and he was like i don't have any ramen either <laughs> it's like oh
3: i pearl and gumshoe is a very cute
2: interaction. hey kid you want to see a gun <laughs> <laughs> real talk that's what i would do if i was a cop good thing oh. we're not a cop <laughs> oh uh, man uh, and then uh,
0: favorite music track
2: um i can't remember a goddamn thing i li- that's all right. literally can't remember a single track i'm just gonna say the corn. no per- theme of pearl done
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're all, we're all pearl fans here uh, how about you, Desi? Uh, do you have a favorite case out of this game? Two, two as well.
1: Two, okay,
4: yeah. Um, I liked the fact that they got more into the uh, spirit channeling stuff, and I liked the music in that area, kind of like the Zen style music of all yeah. that. You
0: like, you like the Fey Clan like theme?
4: Yeah, I I don't know. I like the kind of like Japanese aesthetic of quiet Zen gardens.
0: So. Yeah. And then since that's kind of covering the music bit, uh, do you have a favorite NPC?
4: Mm, I probably would say pearly. He's just cute. <laughs> <Yeah, probably.
0: laughs> Alright, uh, Rose, are we going to keep the pearl streak going?
3: Uh, pearl is definitely my favorite new NPC. No... No, it's Francisca. It's I can't yeah. <laughs> I I mean I feel like I already knew she existed because I had seen images of her. So mm-hmm. but no, it's it's definitely I just she's she's what I wanted. Here she is. Yeah. And she's got a sad dad backstory, which is the brand that I desire. <laughs> um because I have a great relationship with my dad, the judge of Ace Attorney. <laughs> and so, you know, I look at a character who's got a sad ba- dad backstory and I'm like, tell me more. Um, <laughs> but favorite track uh, definitely goes to Pearl, so she still gets to squeak in there. Her jaunty sure. little, like, happy child tune that plays just it made me so happy. Um it's really
0: good. So that it's was really that good. was my
3: favorite new track introduced. Um uh, right. but definitely like liked the new additions to to the reoccurring cast, I think, in Pearl and uh Francisca. I enjoy them both.
2: If Pearl is not in the third game, I'm going to fucking riot.
3: I think she's gonna be sticking around. I have a feeling. <laughs>
2: um She better be. What about your favorite
1: case?
3: Favorite case. Uh, I forgot. I think I'll say the. mm, I think I'll say the last one. I feel like. I got frustrated with it. But I still feel like it had, like, the most content. Which is good? Question. It had more more meat to it. Yeah. Um, And because if I don't. I wasn't, like. You know, I feel like the second case was uh, still pretty good. But the problem is that I did love the first case. I loved the fire extinguisher case. It was so funny. <laughs> I,
2: yeah.
3: oh man, I sure hope I don't get hit in the head with another fire extinguisher.
2: I'll probably <laughs> get hit by a boss or some shit.
3: Oh my god, Isekai me to hell. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> Alrighty.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, as far as uh my favorites go then um i do think i still come down on liking case 4 the most here um just because i do like the novelty of finally defending a guilty client and having to reckon with that i still the moment of you know engard revealing his true self is is really really good i love the uh some of the, even if it gets drawn out a little bit long, I really love the interactions between Phoenix and Edgeworth as they are interacting in the courtroom and dragging things out together. Um, I, my, one of my favorite moments uh, in the, in all the game series is this one in this case where Phoenix throws the cell phone across the courtroom to Edgeworth. Oh yeah. We didn't even the, talk
3: about that. And
0: the <laughs> way that they tell show that it happens is by making the picture of the cell phone appear in the center of the screen and spin and then shrink. <laughs> and it's so good. It's so good. Um, One second,
4: Your Honor. Throw a cell phone to the Edgeworth. Yeah, Edgeworth. Catch. <laughs> and he Edgeworth just, goes hang... court's in
0: session.
3: <laughs> click, <laughs> click, just hang up on Gumshoe. <laughs> oh, he's so good.
0: It's it's a really, really great moment. Um as as far as uh NPCs go, um I think. as as new favorite characters in this i i do like pearls a lot um and i like francisca and i'm glad to have new like ongoing characters um but uh if i was to try try to pick somebody else uh just to give some more variety to our list i think i'd probably go end up going with uh with adrian uh because i do still you know despite like I said with my concerns earlier, I still really like her arc on the whole, and uh, I think she's, you know, a really interesting character that's got a lot of depth that typically the NPCs in Ace Attorney aren't, they don't get quite nearly that much, Um, so I liked that there was a lot to dig into there and a lot to think about. Uh, And for music track, I'm gonna pick one a little off the beaten path. I really like... It is called Search in the Midst 2002
3: is the title of it. 2002. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's the thing is when they title these tracks, they put the year that the game came out in for some of them because each game gets its own investigation theme, own objection theme, etc. So they will sometimes label them with the year rather than the game that they came from. So objection, the original one is called Objection 2001. The objection from this game is called Objection 2002.
3: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: And this one is called Search in the Midst 2002. And uh, it's just a really good little bop of investigation music uh, that uh, has stuck in my head a little bit since we finished up that last case. And I've been, I been—I was humming it the other day, and I was like, you know what, that's a pretty good track. Uh, so thank you, uh, Kemi Kimura, for coming in and filling uh, the shoes of the previous uh Composer ably well and, and doing a great job uh, at this at this game here. So
3: oh yeah, music was still banging. The underwater vibe of the courtroom tracks was really. <laughs> yeah, I when you're, just when you're pressing the, yeah. I talked about this. Yeah, I talked about this a little on the stream, but I did feel like I was sort of like in an underwater palace. Um, that one track. Shout out to that one track where the tambourine comes in. <laughs> that's my runner up love yeah. that
2: i want to listen to this but like i it's all on spotify and i want to listen to it but like i it also includes game three uh mm-hmm. shit and i'm like i can't listen to that because if i do that's a spoiler
0: we can put some links in the discord later if we need to but uh but, uh, that, but yeah <laughs>
1: uh
0: so yeah that's game two uh, Justice for all. Uh, on the whole, I think, uh, despite the really, you know, black spot that is turnabout big top, uh, it sets up a lot of stuff that uh, I'm really excited to see the payoff again for game three. Because it's, again, it's been a long time since I played game three—probably ten years, uh, maybe more—since I last replayed it. So uh, I'm I'm really you know, interested in seeing how that, you know, all fits together. And, uh, this, this game introduced, you know, the psyche locks and all that fun stuff that brings some of my favorite elements of the game, which is the actual, you know, literal specific contradiction findings, uh, and brings that out into the investigation phases, uh, which I, I just, again, really enjoy. So, uh... Yeah, any last thoughts on game two before we call it
1: here? I, okay. Francisca.
3: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was so excited. I didn't even say it out loud. I just, like, thought it in my head. I was like, Francisca.
2: Yeah, Francisca. That's what I said, too. All right. I really we said it like at the that. same time.
0: <laughs> yep. I really like that little card, the killer's card with Maya's doodle of Phoenix. Uh, oh, yeah! On it. Wait, that was Maya's
2: really... doodle?
4: Yeah, she drew that while yeah. she was a hostage. Oh, I thought that was the she killer used implying that, that she he used... was gonna
2: kill Phoenix, right? No,
4: she used that card to unlock the door. Why the fuck did she draw on it? You know, when you're locked in a room and you have nothing else to do. You starve and black out <laughs> like a normal person.
3: <laughs> I just, she had a pen? I didn't even, no, it was yeah, cute. Had... It was a sweet yeah, little she... doodle.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cute. So. All
3: what right. else? Oh, you know, we've been making some jokes on the stream about what year this game comes out, and I know officially in the timeline it's like 2017 or something. That was really but there was literally a bit in this case about like, oh, you know how if you put your cell phone too near your computer screen and there's interference. I <laughs> it's that right 2002, and two, everybody. I'm gonna try
2: this right now. Yeah. Is it working?
3: Only not, you can I don't know
2: think this happening. Okay.
3: Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the future in this game. I can't accept it.
0: This VHS tape that we got. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: can't. It's
2: crucial evidence.
3: I can't. Uh, with the VHS. I can't
2: believe it's... the killer didn't look at it. That's the craziest part. I would be. I. You know what? The trust he's a, he's a professional. He's a professional. Yeah, he's
0: a consummate professional. I
2: can't wait to play game three. There's a guy with uh some fucking Star Trek ass glasses in it. Uh, what? Yep. Yeah fucking lieutenant geordie's in there (laughs) i do love that guy lieutenant Jordy's great he did reading rainbow and everything he Uh, did
3: i told you i love that guy
2: um game three also has uh i'm gonna make some wild shots here Uh, it's gonna have at least one animal one new kid um francisco's gonna be there obviously because we talked about it um larry's gonna be there i know it in my heart yeah
3: Larry. larry
2: Larry's gonna be there. Larry's gonna Larry hits the me in the again. head with
3: a fire extinguisher, causing the tutorial case to happen. Um, that's my prediction.
2: <laughs> y'all ever see Skins? uh no. I feel like we talked about this before, but like in Skins, the main character at the season one finale got hit with a fucking bus, and like that's why no one talked to him in season two. It's because like yeah, he's different. since the bus accident. <laughs> it's <Jesus>. like whoa. <laughs> Jesus, Skins is what a fucked up fuck? show. Fuck. <laughs> Hey, it just goes to show how fucked up British teenagers are. Oh, okay.
3: Okay.
0: You're, you're not wrong, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to all our British
2: fans. I guess.
3: <laughs> all, um, mm, you know,
2: however many of you there are. I hope that you guys avoid the attack-to-block the scenario that i seem is was happening every weekend.
3: <laughs> that's a good movie alright get us out of here Be me out of here
2: alright we'll, we'll, we'll do it I
3: yeah, gotta we'll wrap we'll it up here we'll call it here let's roll yeah
0: before we you can follow the show on twitter at ace attorney pod to stay up to date on the latest episodes as well as the streams and youtube uploads that desi and i do of us uh, playing through the game uh you can follow me on twitter at Yotseben. desi where can people find
4: you at yes, this
2: is Death on Twitter. And Tiago? I am at Tiago S. Dutra on Twitter.
0: Alright. And Rose.
3: You can find me on Twitter at TromArts or RoseNonsense, Nonsense, my art and personal account, respectively. Uh please mm. purchase my art in exchange for money because I am poor. Thank you. Yes.
0: Help our friends out. <sighs> Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you'll rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform of choice. Uh, One other little note here. uh, As you probably imagine, we don't do any advertising. We don't, uh, you know, pay to get our podcast name out there or anything like that. So if you really like this show and you think we've been doing a a good old job here... Uh, go ahead and tell somebody about us. If you know an Ace Attorney fan in your life, or somebody who you want to get to play Ace Attorney, and you want them to play along with the podcast, uh, I think oh, it's a pretty great move. way to. Ex- I think that's a pretty great way to experience the series personally. Uh, so tell them about us, and uh, we'd greatly appreciate it because uh, if we have more listeners, uh, it means we can do this uh, more, and uh, we are cooking up some bonus uh, content as well. That will uh, be extra stuff in addition to the regular playthroughs of the series. So, if you want to hear us maybe talk about mm, the Ace Attorney live action movie, oh. then uh, oh you yeah, know, <laughs> keep that in mind because that might be coming out. I was like, yeah, that, what are we talking about? That might, yeah, that might be that might be something that we're working on here. So, but for now. Next episode, we'll be heading into the third game titled Trials and Tribulations with Case 3-1 t- uh, called Turnabout Memories. So, if you are the playing along with us...
3: Yep, yeah,
0: if you're playing along with us, make sure to uh, pick up game three and start Turnabout Memories, and uh, in two weeks' time we'll catch up with you then. Thanks so much for listening, and have a good one. Bye! Bye! Bye.